Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to another podcast episode. What's going on? So today, for this episode, I want to talk to you guys about how the Google Fi service has been on uh, on an iPhone. Now, for most people who do know that uh, Google Fi is a mo- mobile virtual network operator, or also known as an MVNO, and they piggyback off of T-Mobile's network and U.S. Cellular's network. Now, it is pushed that you'll get the best experience if you purchase one of their uh, Pixel devices that they currently sell <clears throat> at their website, uh, fi.google.com. And uh, yeah, I'm getting notifications here. You guys probably hear them in the background. The busy, busy, busy person. Um, but anyhow, uh, so with that being said, uh, what's it been like putting my Google Fi SIM within my iPhone XS and using it on an iPhone, which is not a device that's sold on Google Fi's website at all whatsoever. So if you go to their website and you look and see what they're selling, they're selling the Google Pixel phones. They are selling Samsung Galaxy S21, Samsung Galaxy S20. They are selling Moto mid-range devices like the Moto G Stylus, the Moto G Power. But one device that's not sold on there, obviously, is the uh, iPhone. Now, a lot of people will ask the question, well, why not? Why is this not sold on Google Fi? It is supported. You can use an iPhone XR, an iPhone XS, an iPhone 11, an iPhone 12. You can use any of the Pro, the Pro Maxes. Uh, you can use an iPhone 8. You can use an iPhone 7. Um, but they're just not sold on Google Fi's website. And obviously, you know, because it is from Apple, and even though that there are some things that Google and Apple work together on, they are still rival tech companies. So you can't expect Google to be selling an iPhone on their website. Now, the biggest thing and the reason why I'm talking about this is because a lot of people will say, well, to get the best out of Google Fi, you need a Pixel device to be able to do that because of the smart switch capabilities. Well, I'm here to say that that's actually not true. As a matter of fact, today, it's not even that important anymore. It used to be a selling point for Google Fi to say that they had the smart switch capabilities, but they don't. They absolutely don't. Not at all whatsoever. It's uh, At this point right now, since the Sprint and T-Mobile merger, it's at a, very, it's at a point right now where it's just like, okay, uh, then what's the point? Especially if you live in an area where U.S. Cellular is not even prevalent, then you're basically on the T-Mobile network always. The smart switch capability is a nice thing to have. It's pretty awesome when you are able to utilize it. Just the phone smart enough being able to switch and be like, okay, well, T-Mobile signal's weak. Let me switch over and use US Cellular. But that's pretty much it. A lot of the Sprint towers have been decommissioned, right? And shout out to Maverick, who's uh, one of my uh, big supporters on YouTube also says that, you know, in his town, the only sprint tower that he has left in the town that he lives in, in Texas, they mothballed that uh, tower. So absolutely no data connection at all whatsoever. So sprint is being taken out of the equation. A lot of um, their, you know, their spectrum that they had, you know, it's moved over to to T-Mobile. T-Mobile pretty much has it. So when you look at like certain sites that are like fully upgraded by T-Mobile, it'll have access to, you know, LTE band 71. And uh, Sprint's, well, former Sprint's, now T-Mobile's um, LTE band 41, which band 41 is 2.5 gigahertz connection. Uh, this was something that Sprint was touting about for the longest time before the actual merger went through. And so 
it is good on download speeds. I'll tell anybody that tested it um, in several places here in my city. There's Band 41 connection off certain towers, and I was able to uh, get really fast download speeds. But the uplink is atrocious. <laughs> We're talking less than three megabits per second on the upload, and that's just on LTE side. So just imagine when it's using NR bands, which is 5G bands. It's not going to be the greatest. It's not going to be the best. And so with that, um, you know, you just the whole connection thing, smart switching and stuff like that is just not there. Uh, with the iPhone XS, it, of course, it doesn't have 5G connection, so it's not going to be connecting to any of the NR bands that's currently available right now in the, in the markets that have 5G capable. Um, so with that, oh, I got a call coming in. <laughs> and it has to be the uh has to be um what is it the uh total wireless line which runs on verizon i don't know what it is with verizon but you know side note verizon has had a lot of um spam calls coming in which is absolutely annoying anyways back to the subject at hand so when you're using google fi and the iphone 10s uh, I don't feel like there's some sort of hindrance because it doesn't have the smart switch capability. So that's, uh, as, you know, that's just that's just out the way. <laughs> uh, as everywhere that I go, T-Mobile seems to be uh, pretty dominant. Uh, T-Mobile actually doing pretty good uh, in the last in the last couple of months. It's uh, it's gotten better. I mean, through, throughout time, throughout the last eight months, T-Mobile has gotten better little by little by little by little. And um, yeah, so I'm um, you know mostly reliant on T-Mobile. But a quick word from the sponsor. And so, yeah, uh, Anchor is definitely where you want to be if you're wanting to get into podcasting. And as a matter of fact, um, Anchor is where I'm pushing full-time now. So... Uh, big announcement tomorrow uh, for those people who watch me on the YouTube side, probably going to be, you know, some are going to be a little upset, but uh, understand my reasonings for it. And I'm not going to drop that bomb here on this podcast, but I'm going to let you guys know, definitely you're going to want to watch tomorrow's podcast on YouTube. You're not going to want to miss what I'm going to say there. It's very important and uh, kind of sad to do it, but it's got to happen. So anyways, um, so a couple of things that, you know, I want to let people understand uh, that would, you know, you would actually see different if you were to put your Google Fi SIM in an iPhone and use Google Fi on an iPhone. Uh, first of all, uh, is there any difference, major differences with the app itself? And uh, there's not really much. I mean, you get your usual stuff. So you get your, like, your account overview, which, you know, I have a family plan. So it shows me both lines that's on there. It gives me a little synopsis of how much data I've used. I am on the Unlimited Plus so uh, me and my second line together both have used a total of 7.48 gigabytes altogether. But if I was to click on just my line itself, you know, first of all, it'll tell me which line I have, like what phone I have on my line. And it says iPhone XS on my number. And then I have a data only SIM card. So I have a data only SIM card to use on my tablet or using a secondary phone if I want to just use data only. Uh, but it says that my usage has been 0.81 gigabytes. So I haven't even used one gigabyte on Google Fi, and I have 19 days left in my current bill cycle, which is pretty cool. Um, for my secondary line, which is the Mrs. line, 
she's used 6.67 gigabytes of uh, unlimited data. <laughs> it's funny how that's like an oxymoron, right? 6.67 gigabytes of unlimited data, but it's actually capped at 22 gigabytes. Um, she doesn't have a data only sim connected to her line. She is a member on the account and I can actually, um, I can change her role uh, as a manager to the account so she can manage the account instead of just being just a member of the account. So she can have full access to the account except for canceling the account. Only I'll be able to do that. But um, yeah, so you get these uh, on, on each line, you, you know, you can turn on or off services outside the US or calls to non US numbers. You can turn those off if you want to. But if you're on the unlimited plus plan, these come with it. So um, you can also pause service or you can pause data. So if you don't want to be using any any extra data, you can pause it. And then for sure, your data allotment's not going to go up. It's not going to be counted against because uh, it's paused. Especially if you have a Pixel device, it's probably where the Pixel device actually beats out an iPhone. And that is using a Pixel device that has DSDS uh, dual SIM support. Uh, DSDS standing for dual SIM, dual standby. So you can use like the cellular services of Google Fi on the phone and then use the data services from another carrier like AT&T or Verizon and uh, you'll be able to do that. The only downside to that is, is that if you're one that really likes using RCS messaging, RCS breaks if you were to do a split. So if you were to do your texts and phone calls from Google Fi, but use Verizon for data, then RCS messaging wouldn't be on. You would be on regular SMS. You would have to switch to Google Fi data and have Fi service for talk, text, and data for RCS to kick back on and to use RCS messaging in Android messages however for me i use telegram i've liked i uh, started using telegram for like a couple of months ago and i enjoy using it and it's an all-in-one messaging service for me i do it for messaging i do it for you know audio phone calls i do it for video for phone calling or video calls so it's just like an all-in-one and it works just fine so for me using a dual sim dual standby on a pixel you know no problem at all whatsoever but on an iphone my iphone 10s does have dual sim so i do have eSIM and i have physical sim but it doesn't allow me to do dsds like i can't have the google fi sim on and then use like the at&t sim cards data for data off wi-fi i have to use one or the other and that's something that sucks about having fi on an iphone is that you're not able to utilize dsds uh but other than that with the Fi app on here, so like I said, you know, you have your account overview and all these other things that you can do. You can check your bill on it and check your billing, you know, and see what's up with that. Um, you also get Fi support. So they got like, you know, these popular articles you can look at that a lot of people talk about with Fi. You can contact them. Uh, if you choose to contact them, it is going to be in the form of, you know, like chat. So you got to like type out like your issues, your reasons why. Um and then you go through all the process steps and then it'll get you connected either by chat or you'll be uh, talking to somebody uh, by phone call. And then one thing that, that's different with the iOS version of the Google Fi app versus the Android version is that your voicemails are in the iOS version. So the very last tab is voicemails. And I have two voicemails here that I haven't checked. Uh, both of them are from my mom and they can be transcribed if the person leaving the voicemail can be understood. As I can see that one of these voicemails says couldn't transcribe message uh, and the other one they could. Uh, and th the reason why that is is because my mom's from Thailand. So she has a, you know, a thick accent when she's speaking English. So some words don't come out right. And so I guess uh, the later voicemail couldn't be transcribed, but the one before that it could. And um, yeah, it's, you know, it's just a, a you know, quick, uh, 
quick message and uh, from my mom so I can have it played out over the speaker so I can listen to it or I can just read the transcription and uh, you can delete your voicemails from there. So that's pretty much all of the, you know, what's, what's, what's within the iOS uh, Fi app, basically. Uh, the one thing that I don't see here that I do see on the Android side is the able to shop for another device. So um, they replaced that with a voicemail tab on the iOS side. And uh, I think the reason why that they don't have shops there is because if you're wanting to upgrade from the current iPhone that you have, there is no other iPhone to buy on uh, on Google Fi. So maybe that's the reason why they don't have it there. I'm going to speculate there. I'm not saying that that's actually the reason why. But um, yeah, that's kind of interesting. But a quick word from the sponsor here real quick before we move on to the last segment. And so in general, technically, you're not really losing anything if you were to, say, switch from an Android device or even a Pixel device on Google Fi to an iPhone. You're pretty much going to get just the same experience as always if you were to move to it. Um, now, the overall experience is going to be judged by which plan you decide to choose to, to use. Um, so there are now three plans on Google Fi. And... Um, they kind of don't make sense. Uh, so <laughs> let's just like, just, you know, look at it from this perspective. Um, so the three plans are the, uh, the, the, the five basics, the five flex actually is what it's called. And that was the original plan they started out with when they first launched this project five. Um, and then you get this new plan that's called simply unlimited which is unlimited talk, text, and data. Data capped at 22 gigabytes, so you get slowed down after you use 22 gigs. And it's just basically just that. I mean, you get calling to Canada, Mexico, but you don't get the international calling and you don't get the international use. And you don't get the mobile hotspot and you don't get the usage of data-only SIM cards. So that's the Simply Unlimited. And then the Unlimited Plus gives you unlimited talk, text, and data. Data is capped at 22 gigabytes after that you're slowed down and you do get hotspot and you do get the data uh only sim card um addition and you also get phone calls to international countries and um you also <laughs> uh you also get calling to international countries and usage basically calling and usage in international countries you get that usage and stuff out there excuse my notifications coming in i'm a very busy person so i'm always getting text messages emails and stuff like that so you hear those things in the background i know i know i'm sorry um but yeah so that's pretty much the only thing that that really is going to govern the experience that you have on google fi is based upon which plan that you have if you have the unlimited plus and one more thing i forgot to mention about the unlimited plus that the simply unlimited doesn't have the unlimited plus has the um 100 gigabyte cloud storage on uh, Google One, and um, uh, you know you get that on Simply Unlimited. You don't on <laughs> Simply Unlimited. You don't get the Google One subscription for 100 uh, gigabytes of cloud storage. So, but I mean that is going to govern the experience that you have on Google Fi because if you have the Unlimited Plus, you have all those extra features, including <clears throat> including usage internationally, whereas on um, on the Simply Unlimited, you just get to locally use it in the United States and in Canada and Mexico. With the FiFlex, you do get the, the the internationals, but again, it's flex, so you are charged ten dollars per gigabyte 
um, for a single line, they stop charging per gigabyte at six gigs. So the most that you'll pay on five flex is uh, $80, then taxes and fees on top of that. Um, however, uh, the max out is 15 gigabytes. So uh, once you reach that, you'll be charged 10 per gig again, if uh, you get to that amount uh, for high speed data. Otherwise you're gonna stay slowed down at T56 kilobits per second. So, you know, in general, you know, Google Fi is going to yield a pretty good experience. If you're someone that has an iPhone and you're looking for something that, you know, gives a lot of international, you know, usage, or if you just want to be able to control your data and have a lower bill, you could bring your iPhone to Google Fi and get a pretty good experience on that um, from the services I provide. Again, you have to understand this is a mobile virtual network operator. So it runs on T-Mobile. Unless you're in the Midwest or North Cal area, then you'll actually get the benefits of US cellular if you have a Pixel device. But if you're just using an iPhone, it's only going to run on T-Mobile. So if T-Mobile is good in your area, you'll be okay because the QCI level is lower, I believe, than Metro by T-Mobile, which is a prepaid company from T-Mobile. It's definitely on a lower QCI level than uh, T-Mobile uh, postpaid. So anyways, guys, this is my my, my thoughts of uh, my experience using my iPhone XS on Google Fi. And, and if I've noticed any difference between using my Pixel 4 on Google Fi. And yeah, so that's just straight up my experience. Um, hopefully you guys appreciate this episode here. And know that my podcasts are going to be focused here. So audio-wise, here on you know distributed on many different uh sources such as uh you know google podcast apple podcast because thanks to anchor and shout out to anchor again uh anchor by spotify if you did not know anchor is now part of part of spotify so (laughs) if you're wondering about that um but anyways uh you know what give a like give some feedback uh share this episode on your social platforms uh that would i would greatly appreciate it that really helps me out uh, and until tomorrow, I'll talk to you all again. Take it and take it easy. Stay cool. Stay pe- you know, stay blessed. Peace. I'm like tripping all over my words today. But anyways, hopefully you all enjoyed this episode.